Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Old Time Radio Forever broadcast. I'm your host, Matt Perry. Join us weekly as we explore the golden era of American radio through the dramas, westerns, mysteries, and comedies that shaped the golden age. Be sure to give us a thumbs up or a five-star review on all of the podcast directories that you may use. Hey guys, your host Matt Perry here to talk about our new sponsor for Old Time Radio Forever, and that is the Mermaid and the Lion podcast. The Mermaid and the Lion podcast is a perfect fit for Old Time Radio Forever fans because it is the rebirth of the audio drama. The Mermaid and the Lion is a love story, and it's beautifully crafted and told. Be sure to check out the excerpt from the Mermaid and the Lion podcast that will play in between our two old-time radio shows on today's episode. The Mermaid and the Lion podcast can be found wherever you listen to podcasts, and there's an Apple podcast link in our description. Listener discretion is advised for adult content and profanity. That is the Mermaid and the Lion podcast on all of the podcast directories that you may choose. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the new Gay Family series, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L-O, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers today, they're in the living room preparing to decorate their Christmas tree. George is snipping a twig here and one there to balance the tree, and Liz is just bringing in the ornaments. Here are the Christmas tree ornaments. Oh, George, you never know when to stop. Look what you've done to that tree. Oh, I just want it to be symmetrical, that's all. I only cut a few twigs off the top. A few twigs. I'm up to my spine in pine. Good heavens, is that the same tree we had a minute ago? Yes, George wants to be different. We'll have the only Christmas tree in town with a butch haircut. 
on now. Get a new tree. Tell you what, I'll buy you a tree on Monday. They'll be much cheaper then. Oh, how could I have married a man with no sentiment? I wonder if it's too late to have our marriage annulled. Yeah, you better not try it. I might not take you back again. <laughs> you might not take me back again. Ha! <laughs> that does it. Now I wouldn't marry you again if you were the last woman in the world. If I was the last woman in the world, I wouldn't have to get married. <laughs> Touche. Oh, don't worry, George. I'll keep you, you unromantic, dull, old, wonderful you. <laughs> Thank you. It's too bad we didn't live in the old days. We could just jump in our sleigh and go caroling out into the woods after a Christmas tree. Ah, nobody ever did that. That's propaganda. It is not. I'll show you. Where's that Christmas card the Roni sent us? I'll take your word Here for it. Here it is. But... See the picture? A beautiful little country scene with people riding along in a sleigh and caroling. See? You know what that is? They're dragging in back of the sleigh. One of the carolers had too much eggnog? <laughs> no, that's a Yule log. Mm. That's what they did in those days. They were more full of spirit then. Mm. Especially, especially that guy they're dragging behind a sleigh. <laughs> oh, now stop it. George, let's get a sleigh and a bunch of people and go out and sing Christmas carols. Oh, be sensible, Liz. What are you going to do? Go down to Honest Chris Kringle's and buy a used sleigh? <laughs> well, why not? Maybe we could get one that was only pulled by an elderly reindeer from Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> Go on now. Run along and get me a new tree. All right. Where's my coat? George, mm -hmm. come here. I'll give you one last chance to prove you have a soul. Now, if I can get a sleigh someplace, will you go caroling with me? I think I can safely say yes. Okay, that's a challenge. I'll get one or my name isn't Gladys Cramhopper. Gladys Cramhopper? That isn't your name. I know. I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> Hello. Sam's livery stable? I'd like to rent a sleigh. Sleigh. S-L-A-Y. <laughs> E-Y? E-I-G-H? Are you kidding? Oh, you do? Well, how much is it? What do you mean, with or without reindeer? No, this is not Santa Claus. Goodbye. Oh, it's no use, Katie. Nobody in town rents slaves. Oh, too bad. <laughs> Have we got a cuckoo clock? <laughs> oh, it's Mr. Wood from next door. Oh, I'll let him in. Close the door. What's the matter? <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, could I hide out in your house for a few minutes? Hide out? What's wrong, Mr. Wood? It's Christmas vacation, and my 11 children are with me 24 hours a day. <laughs> my house is like living in a... My, it's quiet in here. <laughs> well, 11 children must be quite a problem on Christmas. Tell me, do they all hang up their stockings? You wouldn't believe it. Stockings on the mantel, stockings on the chairs, stockings on the curtains. It looks like the washing machine exploded in the living room. <laughs> oh, I'll bet you love every minute of it. Uh, well, I must admit it's nice on Christmas morning when we all gather in front of the tree. Mrs. Wood, myself, and the 11 children. <laughs> I'll bet you can't see the tree for the woods. <laughs> You get it? See, your name is Wood, and then Mrs. I... Mrs. Cooper. What? That joke is one of my oldest friends. 
If one of our children hasn't made up that joke by the time he's five, we throw him away. (laughs) Well, I guess it's safe for me to go home now. The Battle of Santa Claus should be about over. Battle? Yes. Every year, the believers beat up on the (laughs) non-believers. Of course, there are more believers, counting Mrs. Wood and myself. You believe in Santa Claus? Certainly. I don't know who's been filling my children with those lies about his not being real. Oh, well, you're just the man I want, Mr. Wood. Can you carol? Oh, like a lark. <laughs> Deck the halls with the boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Cheers the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Look, I, I just want... we know our gay apparel. Fa la 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 la. I'm sorry I got carried away. (laughs) Mr. Wood, uh, let me tell you my problem. I want to get a group together and go caroling. Oh, jolly. (laughs) But but we haven't got a sleigh. Oh, well, let's see now. Where can we get... I know, I know there's one down at the antique store, and I know the owner, Joe Gundelfinger. Joe Gundelfinger? That's an odd name. You should have heard it before he changed it. (laughs) Changed it? Yes, his name used to be Joe Gundled Foot. Well, do you think that Mr. G- uh, uh, Joe would uh, rent it to us or lend it to us? Well, I'm sure of it. He's a very good friend of mine. Come on, let's go down there. It's just a few blocks. Oh, George will be so surprised. Let's go. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Mrs. Cooper, Gundelfinger's Antique Shop. Oh, and there's the sleigh. Gosh, it's an old rickety one. Well, he just keeps it in the front yard as sort of an ornament, but I think it'll work. Yeah, well, if we take the pots of ivy out of it. No. Well, let's go in and see if you'll let us have it. Oh, the store's closed. Oh, no, wait, there's a note on the door there. Uh, what oh, yeah. does it say? Closed Friday at court having my name changed again. <laughs> Signed, Joe Gundelfinger. P.S. Watch for grand opening of Smith's Antique Store. (laughs) Oh, that's too bad. He had to pick today to change his name. Well, let's just borrow the sleigh. He won't mind. Well... Oh, come on. Well, how will we get it home? Maybe he has some antique reindeer. I think we can drag it. Oh, gee, it looks too heavy. Oh, don't underestimate me, Miss Cooper. I'm a regular Samson. Uh, What's the matter, Samson? Have your hair cut? (laughs) Oh, here comes Mr. Negley. Maybe he can help you pull it. Little Mr. Negley, Mrs. Cooper. If Samson can't pull it, what help will Delilah be? (laughs) Mr. Wood, you shouldn't talk like that. He can't help it if he's small. Good morning, Mrs. Cooper. Good morning, Delilah. I mean, Mr. Negley. Good morning, Mr. Negley. Good morning, Mr. Wood. Mr. Negley, you're just in time. We're trying to get this sleigh home. Will you help us pull it? Oh, I'd like to, but I just couldn't. I've been delivering mail since 7 o'clock this morning. I'm plum poop. (laughs) Well, I 
guess you mailmen have to expect a lot of work at Christmas time. <laughs> Christmas? So that's what it is. <laughs> Mr. Negley, you're pulling my leg. Oh, Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm glad that this is the end of my route. You know, I have so much mail I can't carry my bag. I put it on a sled and drag it around after me. Yeah, well, that makes sense. It's fun, too. When the mail's gone, I belly whop all the way home. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it, too. Well, I used to be the block champion. Oh, so did I. I can still beat all my 11 kids. I bet I can even beat both of you belly whopping. Well, you should. You got more to whop with than we have. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> Look, this isn't getting the sleigh home. We're going to have a sleighing party, Mr. Negley. Oh, uh, can you sing? Sing? Take the horns with bows of holly. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> Let's take him along anyway. <laughs> Thing. Oh, say, I have a better idea. Let me run home and get my motorcycle. We can pull the sleigh with that. Oh, good. I'll sled home. That'll be faster. Okay. Cooper gets here. Oh, where is George, anyhow? Well, I'm all set. I brought my blanket, my mittens, my earmuffs, and a hot toddy bottle. You mean a hot water bottle? Just for that, you can't drink out of it. <laughs> I've got a thermos full of hot chocolate. Will you be warm enough, Turtle Dove? Oh, yes. I've got on my galoshes and an extra pair of longies. Oh, here comes George. Hi, George! Hey, what's going on? I told you I could get a sleigh. Come on, we're going caroling and bring home a Yule log. Oh, now, Liz. You promise. Come on, get in the sleigh. Hang on tight, everybody. All set, Mr. Negley? Here we go. Up, Donder. Down, Negley. Up, motor. Down, cycle. Hey, Mr. Negley, come back for us. You forgot to put the harness on it. Well, speaking of Yuletide, Yule logs and other Yule things reminds me, you'll love this gay and gorgeous holiday fruit cocktail mold made with shimmering jello. Here's what to do. Prepare rich red strawberry jello as directed, using fruit cocktail syrup, water, and two tablespoons of lemon juice for the liquid. When slightly thickened, fold in one cup of drained canned fruit cocktail and one quarter cup of coarsely chopped nut meats. Chill until firm in a star mold. Then unmold and garnish with whipped cream and holly leaves. It's a beauty. All six delicious Jello flavors are rich with wonderful locked-in goodness. And all six sparkling colors are gay as Christmas candles. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. Look for those big red letters on the box. They spell Jello, a registered trademark of General Foods Corporation. J-E-L-L-O
And now, back to the Coopers. The sleigh proved too much of a load for Mr. Negley's motorcycle, and we find our old-fashioned carolers heeding that old-fashioned advice, get a horse. They're trudging down the street, horseward bound. It's only a couple of blocks further. Katie, are you sure the milkman will lend us his horse? He said he would on the phone. Oh, it's cold. Let's keep moving, huh? Yeah, my goosebumps are nudging each other to keep warm. <laughs> Gee, look in that window. Those people have a fire in the fireplace. Doesn't that look good? Yeah. Oh, I bet it's warm in there. Hey, I got a wonderful idea. We're supposed to be carolers. Well, let's serenade this house, and maybe they'll ask us in. Good idea. Uh, What'll we sing? Well, how about jingle bells? Okay. Uh, Give us the key. Huh? Give us the key. Oh, I don't bother with keys. I just sing. Here we go. One, two. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, oh, look, look, someone's coming to the window. Oh, Carolers? Yes? Come a little closer to the window. Oh, come on, he wants to thank us. Well, mister, how did you like it? Oh, 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 we had to pick Scrooge's house. Oh. Are you enjoying your old-fashioned Christmas, Liz? Oh, shut up and help me chip this water off. Would you like some hot chocolate? I brought the thermos along. Oh, Katie, you're a lifesaver. Oh, the cork is stuck. Here, I'll hold the top. I don't know what you got so mad about. It sounded pretty good to me. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun. Well, how do you like that? What? I had this thermos cup in my hand, and that man dropped a quarter in it. <laughs> this may be the start of a great new business. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, oh, what have we here? Oh, hi, officer. Hey, let me see your license. License? What for? Caroling? No, panhandling. Panhandling? <laughs> now, just a minute. We weren't panhandling. This cup is for hot chocolate. Sure, and you always sweeten it with a lump of money. <laughs> oh, that was just a coincidence. Yeah. Katie was trying to get the cork out, and I was just holding the cup out like this, and I... Merry Christmas, lady. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Not panhandling, eh? I knew the minute I looked at you, you were a bunch of bums. Oh, yeah? Well, this bum here happens to be George Cooper. Now, now, let me handle this, Liz. Uh, Officer, I'm George Cooper, vice president of the Sheridan Falls National Bank. What? Yeah, and these other bums are important people, too. Liz, please. Uh, We were just caroling, officer. Well, I don't know. Oh, oh, listen to that beautiful speaking voice. Huh? Oh, I'll bet you sing a wonderful bass. Oh, it's not so good. (laughs) Come on, give us the honor of singing one song with you. Well, I'm on duty, but... uh, uh, Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle... Oh, go on and get out of here, and no more caroling. Oh, well, Merry Christmas. Yes? What is it? What's the matter? I, I, I'd like to report it a stolen vehicle, please. Yeah. Well, uh, wait till I get my book out and I'll take down all the details. 
Okay. Uh, what's your name? Schmidt. No, no, no. Uh, no? No, my name is Gundelfinger. Yeah, it wouldn't be Schmidt for a couple of weeks yet. <laughs> uh, why? Are you getting married? <laughs> No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just changing my name. It's still Gundelfinger. <laughs> uh, Gundelfinger. Yeah. Uh, G, you... You wouldn't like to come back in a couple of weeks and report this, would you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I want to catch the chiefs right now. Okay. Uh, what was the license number? It didn't have a license number. It was just out in front of my shop with Ivy in it. Ivy who? <laughs> Just ivy, little leaves on stems. Yes, yes. Yeah, what was the make? Uh, a flexible flyer. Huh? Yeah, was their big model. Oh, sedan, huh? No, 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 one horse open. <laughs> What kind of an automobile was this? It wasn't an automobile. It was a sleigh. <laughs> and I, I gotta get it back. I need that sleigh for Christmas. Yes, of course. When did you first notice it was missing, Mr. Claus? <laughs> no, 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 please. Gundelfinger. <laughs> you don't understand. It's an antique sleigh, and I got a customer who's gonna buy it for a Christmas present. He's going to make a lamp out of it. <laughs> yes, of course. I'll keep my eyes open. I'll look in back of every horse I see. <laughs> oh, thank you. Stille Nacht, heilige Nacht. <laughs> Man to lend us his horse. Come on, let's sing again. One, two, three. Jingle, jingle bells, bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Just oh, a minute, oh, let's oh, dispense oh. with all this singing. Hi, officer. Sheesh. <laughs> it's you again, them bums. <laughs> I see you got someone to sing in my place. Uh, no, let me guess. You just happened to hold out a cup, and someone dropped a horse into it. Officer, I know it looks bad. Now, you go home and stay there. I'm going to just charge this off to Christmas madness. First, some crackpot reports a stolen sleigh. Now I find you with a singing horse. A stolen sleigh? Uh, uh, who was it stolen from? You wouldn't believe the man's name if I told it to you. Now run along, and if I catch you out again, I'm going to run you in. Understand? Oh, yes, and thank you. Merry Gundel... Uh, uh, happy... Uh, Merry Christmas, officer. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Well, we're finally on our way. Oh, no. We're taking this sleigh back to Gindelfunger. A finger... <laughs> Oh, George, let's take a little ride. Nothing doing. Just a little eensy-teensy one. 
You heard what the cop said. This is stolen property. Oh, but that cop's the only one who knows, and, and we'll be out of his district in a minute. We can take the sleigh back later. No. Well, let's take a boat. What do you three in the back seat say? Oh, I'd like to go for a long ride. I like holding your hand under the blanket, Katie. Why, Katie. I like holding your hand, too, Katie. Why, Katie. I don't know what either of you are talking about. Both my hands are in my pockets. <laughs> Let go of my hand, Mr. Negley. <laughs> Sorry. Come on, horse. This is no time to stop. Get up. What's the matter with him? Stop! Stop that sleigh! Oh, look look down at the corner. Here comes that cop. Let's oh. get out of here, Liz. Come on, horse. Get going. Oh, no, he stopped again. Get up, darn it. This is no time to play games. Get up! Stop in the name of the law! Oh, that's better. Hey, this horse is a stool pigeon. He's turning us over to that cop. I'm afraid this is part of the milkman's route. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, fine. The horse is stopping at each house to deliver milk. Let's get out and run for it. <laughs> no, no, give me those reins, Liz. I'll get him off the route. And turn left at this corner. That'll do it. Okay. Come on, horse. We're turning here. Oh, he won't turn. Oh, come on, horse. We're going left. Left, do you hear? Careful, George. He's breaking loose. Oh, great. Stranded in the middle of an intersection with a hot sleigh. Hands up. Hands up, all of you. I got your covered. Hi, officer. <laughs> Save your breath. You're coming to the station. But it's Christmas time. I know. And I'm going to give you a little present. It's a cell marked do not open till after Christmas. <laughs> Look, officer, we were really on our way back to Gundelfingers to return the sleigh. Yes, he's a very good friend of mine. Well, I'll go with you and be sure you do return it. And I'll give you exactly ten to get it out of this intersection. One. But we don't have a horse. How can we get it out? Two. That's your worry. Three. All right, fellas, get down there. What? Four. Oh, okay, get down there and pull. I'll steer. Five. Oh, wait till I get you homeless. I'll take this shaft. Uh, Wood, you and Negley take the other. Six. Come on, boys. That's the old you. Yes, Lucille, what's on the agenda for tonight? Well, you don't have to get nasty about it. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to the North Pole. The North Pole? Yes, to visit Santa Claus. I'll be a little girl who's waited all year for Santa. Hey, are you Santa Claus, huh? Are you? Huh? Yeah, I'm Santa. Oh, well, where's your red suit? And where's your reindeer? They're all put away. I'm not going anyplace this Christmas. Oh, you're not? Nope. Ah! Ah! 
Well, why should I? I've been giving away things for as long as I can remember. Nobody ever gave me anything. Well, if you go, I'll give you a, a, a live frog. I don't want one. Well, I'll, I'll give you some uh, bubble gum. No. Hardly chewed? <laughs> no. I'll give you I'll give you a sled and a big doll and I, and I'll even give you some jello. No, I'm not going Did you say jello? <laughs> you see that always gets him. Real jello? Yep. And it's six delicious flavors. Uh, strawberry and, and raspberry and raspberry and strawberry and, and lime and orange and lemon. With the flavor locked in by a special process so it can't get out till your first delectable spoonful. Uh-huh. So good it makes you think of the real ripe fruit itself. Uh-huh. I can't wait to look for the big red letters on the box. I'll make my regular trip this year. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> You have been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The part of Katie, the maid, was played by Ruth Parrott. Watch for Lucille Ball in the Columbia picture, Miss Grant Takes Richmond. And be sure to listen to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband again next week, presented by... J-E-L-L-O, oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tapioca puddings. Yes, Syrup for my mind, mine, mine. With that real Northwoods flavor, so fine, oh, so fine. Blended cane and pure maple, it's tops on your table. That real maple flavor does pancakes a favor. It's log cabin syrup for my mind, mine, mine. Yes, log cabin is the syrup with that delicious Northwoods maple flavor. It's America's most popular quality table syrup. Enjoy it on waffles or pancakes for Sunday night suppers, as well as at breakfast. It's Log Cabin Syrup for my mind, mind, mind. Listen to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband again next week. Bob Lamont speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. That was, from December of 1949, Lucille Ball, starring in My Favorite Husband. It is awesome to listen to Lucy before she became a household name in the 1950s with her iconic television show. After this short break, we're going to have an excerpt from our sponsor, the Mermaid and the Lion podcast. And after that, another Christmas episode. This one 
from the radio program, Father Knows Best. Thank you for listening to Old Time Radio Forever. We'll be right back. Mermaid and the Lion. Mermaid and the Lion. Mermaid and the Lion. A Chevy 1500 had just made a left-hand turn hitting me directly on the driver's side of my door on my small Dodge Stratus. My car went flying to the right, hitting electrical poles and finally pinning me between the posts of a corner gas station's price sign. I don't know what happened, but I was in a daze. People had started surrounding the car, bamming on the windows, asking if I was okay, but I couldn't speak. Then I heard my mom screaming my name through the phone. I could see it on the floor well of the passenger side. I need to talk to her. I went to reach for it, then I felt excruciating pain travel from my neck down my spine. But something told me to keep going because I had to answer her. I grabbed the phone and told her I'd just been hit and my door was smashed in. I was trapped. Now I was really freaking out. Father knows best. Yes, it's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young as father. Christmas Day in the white frame house on Maple Street. Since early this morning, when little Kathy scrambled downstairs to see what Santa had left under the tree, the Anderson household has been in a whirl of holiday excitement. Phones ringing, friends dropping in. What a wonderful day. And now comes the nicest part of all, the warm afterglow of Christmas night. Dinner is over, and all the Andersons, Jim, Margaret, Betty, Bud, and Kathy, have gathered in the living room with just the lights of the tree and the glow of the burning log in the fireplace. Like this. You know, dear, I think that's the prettiest tree we've ever had. Yeah. Look at this stack of presents around there. Mm -hmm. I don't know how old St. Nick delivered all those things. (laughs) He must have had a sleigh with a trailer on it. This was simply the most out-of-the-world Christmas, Father. My new robe is just too utterly unbearably yummy. Look at this telescope, Mom. You can see stuff a mile away. Oh, it's wonderful. Where'd you find it, Jim? Oh, in a little shop downtown. Did you see my stove, Daddy? It's just like a real one. Oh, that's a dandy kitten. How'd you like the present I gave you, Betty? Oh, it's real nice, Kathy. I've always wanted a dog leash. <laughs> yeah, that'll come in real handy if you ever get a dog. <laughs> what did you get, Mom? Oh, so many lovely things. French perfume and this beautiful tea set. Oh, Jim, you shouldn't have done it. Well, you like it, don't you, honey? Oh, of course, but put on your new housecoat, Mother. Let's see it. Well, I'll have to shorten the sleeves just a little. But isn't it beautiful? Gee, Mommy, you could wear that to a party. With my new slippers, won't I be elegant? Did you find the present I gave you, Mom? I certainly did, Bud. I'm in love with that new mop. It has a long handle, so you don't have to stoop over. Did you see it over there, Dad? Oh, Bud, that's a beautiful mop. It's so dark in here, I can't see. Is it blonde or brunette? Feel my new doll's hair, Daddy. Isn't it soft? Oh, that's real soft, kitten. You know, that's the kind of hair you can really wash and give permanence and everything. Can 
I wash it now? Not now, Angel. Father, how did you know that I was simply dying for this necklace? This very necklace? I don't know, Princess. Just mental telepathy, I guess. Around Christmas, a fellow just seems to pick up thought waves. Well, you certainly must have read my mind on this compact, dear. It's exactly what I wanted. I don't know how you did all this, Father. Well, you're the only family I have. Everything is so excruciatingly perfect. Betty, what's that package over there? Oh, that's my present from Bud. Isn't it nice? What is it? A collapsible water bucket. <laughs> now, that's a handy thing to have. Sure, it's keen for bailing out a boat. Daddy, do you want to hear a record? I can play it on my new phonograph. Holy cow, did you get a phonograph, too? Sure, and games and books and everything. I don't think any family ever had a nicer Christmas. I can't believe all these things are for me. And look at all the things Father bought for me. Oh, this portable radio is dreamy. Just dreamy. How about the stuff he got for me? Football and a camera and a fishing outfit? Gee, thanks, Dad. Well, it's Christmas. Everybody just got everything. Father, you haven't showed us your things. Yeah, what did you get, Dad? Oh, I got a lot of things here. Let's see them, Daddy. Well, I got a, a necktie from Betty and a nice... Uh, Nail file from Kathy. Uh, well, dear... And I got a blotter from Bud. <laughs> oh, I had a fine Christmas. Is that all you got? A nail file and a necktie and a blotter? Well, what's wrong with that, Princess? I'm very happy. Betty, uh, isn't there something missing? What's that long package behind the tree? That belongs to Mrs. Phillips. It's a present from Mr. Phillips, and she asked me if she could leave it over here. They're out of town for the holidays. Look, don't worry about it. I needed a nail file. <laughs> Dear, I've been wanting to tell you. I ordered a new briefcase for you, and Bud bought a beautiful leather desk set to go with the blotter. But there was a mix-up in the delivery. Oh, honey, and... I don't mind. It's been a wonderful Christmas. Really, it has. Gee, Daddy, you didn't get anything. Everybody got stuff but Dad. Um, well, you haven't seen your real present yet, Father. What's this? We wanted it to be a surprise. That's why we kept it for the very last. You hiding something from me, honey? Well, this is news to me, dear. It's from Bud and Kathy and me. A present for all of us. Me too? Sure. <laughs> you know about it, Bud. I do? Do I know about it too? Oh, of course. Gee, I know things I didn't even know I knew. <laughs> What kind of a plot are you kids hatching? Now, you never mind, Father. You'll see. Shall I uh, close my eyes and hold out my hand? Not yet. Hey, Betty, I think we ought to have a meeting. Yes, we have to talk privately. Uh, will you excuse us? Oh, yes, but oh, where are you going? Up to my room. Come on, bud. I'm coming. Wait for me. I'm coming, too. <laughs> Secret meetings now. What are the kids cooking up, honey? Oh, don't ask me. Apparently, Betty has some kind of a surprise Christmas present hidden away for you. They didn't tell me anything about it. <laughs> How do you like that? I wonder why they didn't put it under the tree with the other things. I don't know. I'm as curious about all this as you are. Don't come up! I won't! Now, what do you suppose it is? Well, maybe it was too big to put under the tree, like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what the kids would get from me. Want to sneak up and listen at the keyhole? Oh, no. But I can't help wondering. You know, I'd give a nickel to know what they're talking about up there. So would I. Okay, I'm 
door. Now, what's the big secret? Yeah, what do I know that I don't know? <laughs> Poor father, after all the perfectly gorgeous things he gave us, he gets nothing but a necktie and a nail file. I could simply have cried. Yeah, old dad knocks himself out for everybody else and he gets nothing. It was a pretty good nail file. I paid a dime for it. <laughs> well, we're not going to let him down. We're going to give him something that's utterly out of this world. Gee, it's, it's lucky that you got something for him. What is it? Yeah, let's see it. See it? I haven't got anything yet. You haven't got it? You told him we had a big surprise. You said I knew about it. Well, I had to say something. We couldn't just sit there with egg on our faces. Bud, have I got egg in my face? <laughs> Holy cow. Get up off the floor, you big ox. It's still Christmas. We'll get a present for him, something super. Get a present? Where? Well, we'll find one somewhere. We've got to. We've simply got to. We can't buy anything. The stores are all closed. I could give him one of my dolls. Oh, he'd adore that. Oh. <laughs> Quit yakking and think. We haven't got all night. Where can we get a present for Father? Now, everybody think. Bud, don't just sit there looking dumb. I'm thinking. I thought of something. What? Patty Davis has some kittens to give away. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? We tell Father we have a gorgeous present for him and then give him a cap. Two of the kittens are part Persian. Oh, don't be a nitwit. It has to be something big. Let's give him the mother cat. <laughs> oh, clinkers and blinkers, forget the cats. It has to be something lavish, like a... Well, like a set of power tools or a beautiful camera. Hey, or... Joe Phillips has a camera. What kind? Oh, I don't know, but it's in one of those fancy leather cases you carry around your neck. One of those real snazzy little ones? Yeah, it must be a good camera. The case is real leather. Does he use it? No, it just sits up on the shelf in his closet. Do you think he'd sell it? Oh, I don't see why not. He doesn't use it. It just sits up on the shelf in his closet. Are we going to give Daddy the camera? Could we pay him later, like, well, like so much a week? Sure. He isn't using it. Are we? Jeepers, this could be terrific. It's just what Father's always wanted. Are we? Why don't you phone Joe and ask him? How can I? Mom and Dad are in the living room. They'll hear me. Are we? You can go in the den and close the door. They could hear through the door. Are we? Are we what? I forgot. <laughs> Hit the road, shrimp boat. We've got problems. I got problems, too. He's my daddy as much as yours. How could we make some noise while you're phoning so Father wouldn't hear? I can make noise. You never stop. Oh, turn green. Say, wait. Maybe she could. Turn green? No. Look, why don't we all go downstairs? While you're phoning Joe, Kathy can go in the living room and sing. Father loves to hear her sing, and they won't hear you calling Joe. And while you two are doing that, I'll dig up a card someplace to put on the gift. Okay, let's go. What'll I sing? Oh, sing anything. You know a lot of songs. Come on, hurry. What are we going to get, Daddy? Shh. Bud's going to try to get a camera from Joe. Don't say anything, Shrimp. I won't. Boy, this is fun. I told you we'd get something terrific for Father. Now go on in the den, Bud. Kathy, go in the living room and start singing. And act natural. Okay. 
We'll let you know when Bud's finished. Okay. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Mommy. Well, hello, kitten. Hello, Angel. What are you doing? Just acting natural. <laughs> oh. Hello, Joe. Is that Bud on the phone? Would you like to hear me sing, Daddy? What? Okay. Oh, the bear went over the mountain, the bear went over the mountain, the bear went over the mountain to see what he could see. Well, that was very nice, kitten. <laughs> what prompted this sudden burst of song? We're getting something terrific for Daddy. Yeah, well, look, Joe. Cappy. Oh, the bear went over the mountain, the bear went over the mountain, the bear went over the mountain to see what he could see. <laughs> Lovely, kitten. Thank you. But uh, why the serenade? It's a secret. Is Bud finished yet? Sure, Joe, but you see... Oh, the bear went over the mountain, the bear went over the mountain, the bear went over the mountain... To see what he could see. Kathy, dear, maybe some other song. Are you getting tired of that one, Daddy? No, but I feel kind of sorry for that bear. <laughs> Do you think you'll get him over the mountain on the next trip? Kathy, come out in the kitchen. That means Bud's finished. We got it, Daddy. Boy, are you going to be surprised. <laughs> you know, Margaret, I may not be able to endure this suspense. Well, from all appearances, this is going to be the biggest surprise since Columbus discovered America. You shouldn't have let them buy me an expensive present, honey. Dear, I told you, I know nothing about this. They must have been saving up for it all year. Now, what do you suppose it could be? I know it can't be anything less than a yacht or a gold-plated convertible. I'll give you a hint, Daddy. It comes in a fancy case, and you can carry it over your shoulder. Now, what in the world could that... Hey, Kathy! Okay, I'm coming. Upstairs! Gee whiz, make up your mind. Hurry up, bud. Come in the room. Wait for me. What did you have to spill it to Dad for? I didn't. I just gave him a hand. Quiet and get in the room. Now, what did Joe say? We're sunk. What do you mean? Well, he has that fancy leather case, all right, but there's no camera in it. Oh, groan. He can't afford a camera, so he just carries the case around. Now we don't have a present for Daddy? Oh, agony. This is worse than if I'd never said anything to Father. We can't do this to him. We've got to get something. Joe has a left-handed bowling ball that used to belong to his aunt. <laughs> Betty, kids, aren't you ready yet? Not yet, Father. Princess, you kids shouldn't have gone out and spent all your money on me. Oh, don't worry. We'll be down in a minute. Bud, what are we going to do? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Well, think harder. I can. I'm getting a Charlie horse in my head. <laughs> Kathy, what are you doing at the window? i got to talk to a friend of mine. He'll help us. Santa Claus! Please bring something for Daddy! Kathy, put the window down. It's too late to call for Santa Claus. We can give him my piggy bank. Oh, that's a keen idea. Dad put all the money in it. Well, he'll get it back. That'll be a surprise. Betty! 
Oh, weepers. Just a minute, Mother. Is anything wrong? No, we'll be down in a minute. We've got to do something. Father will know we're stuck. Being stuck reminds me. I could make some candy for him. Oh, that would be great. You'd make a big hit. Hit. What's the matter? You flip your wig? I've got it. I've got it. Well, what? The big tall package behind the Christmas tree. It's a set of golf clubs for Mr. Phillips. Yeah. Well, they're out of town for Christmas, and Mrs. Phillips left them here so she can give them to Mr. Phillips when they get back. What are you talking about? Well, listen. Father's been wanting a new set of golf clubs. Why don't we take these and give them to Father? We can go to jail that way. Can I go, too? (laughs) Quiet a minute. We'll just borrow the golf clubs for tonight. And tomorrow, we'll all chip in out of our savings and buy another set for Mrs. Phillips. She won't be back till after New Year's, and she'll never know the difference. Hey, not bad. When do we go to jail? (laughs) We're not going to jail. Why not? Relax, knucklehead. This is legal. What's legal? Oh, darn. The package with the golf clubs in it is behind the Christmas tree in the living room. How are we going to get it out without Mother and Father seeing us? Well, doesn't Mom know what's in that package? No. Mrs. Phillips brought it over one day when Mother was out. Now, I know if we can sneak it out of the living room, neither Mother nor Father will miss it. It's kind of hidden behind the tree anyway. We could turn out the lights and Bud could pretend he's a burglar. <laughs> we've got to get them out of the living room. Hey, kids, what's going on? Well, we've got to go down. We're coming, Father. Bud, you kind of stand around the tree and be ready to grab the package, and I'll get them outside somehow. What do I do? You just act natural. Don't do anything. I've got to do something. Well, just do what you usually do. All right, come on, let's go down. No, what do I do? When I get Mother and Father out of the room, you grab the package with the golf clubs from behind the tree. Take it up to my room. Okay, I'll go over by the tree. Well, we thought you children were lost. Is anything wrong? No, everything's fine. We got a keen surprise for Daddy. Hey, pipe down. (laughs) Well, Christmas night. Isn't it wonderful? Yes. Quite interesting, too. (laughs) What are you kids standing around the room for? You look like you're going into a tea formation. Can I have some tea? Something wrong with the Christmas tree, bud? No, I'm just looking at it. Pretty big tree. Mother, have you and Father seen the Christmas star? Come on outside. You can see it just as plain. It's simply gorgeous. We've seen it, Princess. Your mother and I were outside while you kids were upstairs. Oh. Don't you want to sit down, bud? No, I, I like to stand here and smell the tree. <laughs> it smells real good. Hurry up, Betty. Now, what kind of a conspiracy is this? It's about your present, Daddy. (laughs) Kathy. Um, Father, you left the car in the driveway. Don't you think you should put it in? Yes, I suppose I'd better. Don't hurry, Daddy. Don't push me, kitten. You'd better go along with him, Mother. Me? Somebody has to open the garage door. Well... (laughs) All right. You know, I'm probably wrong, Margaret, but I have a vague feeling they're trying to get us out of the house. What gave you that idea? Well, I really don't know. Go on, Daddy. All right. Come on, honey. This is a very mysterious business. 
Okay, they're gone. Hurry up, bud. Get the package out from behind the tree. Oh, give me a chance. I, I gotta get back in here. Don't knock the tree over. Well, hold it up. You're knocking the icicles off. Holy cow, this thing is big. Move the branch. I can't get out. Got the package? Yeah. Let's take it in the den. Hurry up. Oh, give me a chance. Gee, is Daddy gonna be surprised? Open the door to the den, somebody. I'll get it. Put it in the middle of the floor. Are we gonna give it to him like that? Oh, we can't give it to him in that cardboard carton. Grab some of those Christmas wrappings out of the drawer. That's an awful big box. We've got enough paper, I think. Hurry up, bud. Um, get some stickers. Here, hold the paper on this corner. That's gonna look swell. Gosh, if we can just get this done before Father comes in. Fold the wrapping over at the end, bud. Don't roll it up. Fold it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Hold your finger on this, Kathy. Which one? Your thumb. Your thumb. I got this end fixed. There. How's that? Hey, pretty good. That's the biggest, most beautiful Christmas package anybody ever had. Oh, Father will be delirious, simply delirious. Let's get him in. i got to see his face when he opens it. Where's the card? I have it right here. I wrote a little note from all of us. Boy, is Dad going to be happy. Hey, front door. Mother and Father must be locked out. Don't open it yet. Take the package back in the living room and put it by the tree. We all want to be in there when he sees it. Hurry up. I'm hurrying. Don't tear off the wrapping. I'm not. Are you ready, bud? Yeah, it's all set. Let him in. Oh, this is going to be super, super. Okay, Father. Hello, Betty. Mrs. Phillips. Mr. Phillips and I just got home. But I thought you were going yeah, to... Yeah, we planned to stay until after New Year's, but the weather forecast said heavy snow, so we decided to get home while we could. Who is it, Betty? Oh, hello, bud. Mrs. Phillips. Yeah, I... At least we got home in time to have our Christmas. While Mr. Phillips was putting the car away, I thought I'd run over and pick up the golf clubs. Oh, yeah. Get the golf clubs, will you, bud? Yeah, sure. I suppose you all had a nice Christmas, hmm? Yes, very nice. I can't wait to see Mr. Phillips when he finds those clubs. He's always wanted them. I know he'll love them. Here you are, Mrs. Phillips. Oh, you wrapped the box, and so beautifully. Oh, thank you, Betty. Oh, that's all right. Can you carry it? Mm, I, I, I think so. Thanks again, and Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. What happened? Mrs. Phillips came after the club. Now we've got nothing. Well, kids, what's this? Another meeting? Was somebody at the door? Mrs. Phillips, she came after her package. Why the long faces? Tell him, bud. I can't. You tell him. Oh, let's go in the living room and find out what this is all about. You kids look like you've lost your last friend. Maybe we have. Poor Daddy. Now, what is all this? Somebody's got to tell him sometime. Well, we're dying, Father. Simply dying. Oh? We had a real nice present for you. We were going to give you Mr. Phillips' golf club. <laughs> What's this? We were going to borrow that set that Mrs. Phillips left here and get another one tomorrow. We had them all wrapped up and everything. Then she came after them. We wanted to do something nice for you, Father. All we have left now is the card. Here. 
Do you mean that you kids have been struggling around here all evening just to find a Christmas present for me? Everybody else got nice things, Daddy, and you didn't get anything. Oh, kitten, I had a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, necktie, nail file, and that Christmas card. I feel dreadful, just dreadful. Oh, now, Princess. Now, what's this on the card? We wrote you a note. What does it say, dear? To Father, may this bring you much happiness and remind you how much all of us love you. Signed, Betty, Bud, and Kathy. <laughs> Margaret, kids, come here where I can put my arms around you. We're sorry, Father. We tried, Dad. You know something... All the golf clubs and briefcases and expensive presents in the world can't take the place of what you give from your heart. And this little Christmas card is the nicest gift of all. Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. In our cast were Helen Strom as Kathy, Dorothy Lovett, Rhoda Williams, and Ted Donald. Father Knows Best was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul West. This is Bill Foreman speaking.